Hello everyone, my name is Matthew Giannone and you're listening to the Giannone Fitness Show, a podcast where I interview personal trainers and fitness enthusiasts to find out how they started their fitness journey, what they've learned over the years, and their personal opinions on different fitness topics. In episode three of the podcast, I sit down with Ryan Ricci. He's the founder and CEO of the Vegan Fit Collective, an online fitness coaching academy for vegans that want to shred fat, build lean muscle, and boost their confidence so they can live their absolute best life. Ryan has been in the fitness industry for almost two and a half years, and he has a previous nine-year career in finance. He's married with two fur babies, and he lives steps away from the ocean in beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia. In episode three, we discuss how he keeps his online clients accountable, the benefits of a vegan diet, as well as the importance of mindset when it comes to achieving your fitness goals. Thank you all for listening, and I hope you enjoy. All right, so this is episode three of the Giannone Fitness Show. Um, my guest today is an old colleague of mine, Ryan. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. How's it going? Not bad, not bad. Um, so Ryan actually is in BC right now, so we're doing this over a Zoom call. Um, I'm sure the quality is, is still going to be fine for everyone to hear uh, everything that's going to be said, but nonetheless, let's jump right into it. Ryan, tell everyone a little bit about yourself, what you're about, um, of course, uh, about the fitness stuff, and we will take it from there. Cool. Yeah, so I just moved to Vancouver about four months ago, loving it. Definitely a big change of scenery from Ottawa, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, been in the fitness industry now for about two years, two and a half years. And like you mentioned, I was with you. I was a PT at the gym we worked at together and then transitioned to start my online coaching business. And I've started that in June of last year. Cool. So, so, so yeah. break that down a little bit, uh, a little bit more. So what do you do with the online coaching? Uh, what kind of niche do you have? And yeah. Yeah, for sure. So um, I focus, so the name of my business, online coaching business is the Vegan Fit Collective. So obviously I work with vegans. But I also coach people that are uh, inspired to go maybe more plant-based or are vegetarian. So I do work with people that aren't 100% vegan. Mm-hmm. Um, I focus on mindset coaching, nutrition, fitness, uh, and then tons of accountability in there because that's what people need the most a lot of the time. So I kind of look at everything from a comprehensive uh, scope so that they can get the best results for themselves. That's amazing. Um with that being said, of course, online training, you can't physically be there to mm-hmm. train them. Uh, that's that, that's a given. Um, that's great because I guess you can impact more people, right? You can really leverage your time and, and really just extend, uh, kind of branch out as much as you can. Um, with the online stuff that you're doing uh, as far as coaching goes, you mentioned mindset. So what are, maybe just off the top of your head, what are some of the things that you think people are struggling with, not in the gym per se, but mindset wise when it comes to fitness? Um, That's a good question. I think the biggest one from my experience with the clients that I've worked with anyway is it's, it's really the belief in themselves, like on what they can actually accomplish. Um, And that, cause there's a lot of them that have self doubt, self sabotage that comes up throughout their journey and that all or nothing attitude. Whereas if they make one little mistake or there's one hiccup along the way, they just say, screw it and they give up. And mm-hmm. then they just revert back to their old habits. So one of the things that I focus on really heavily is how can we overcome that, shift your mindset around that to it's one to one that's more of like empowerment and 
um, a sense of accomplishment and that you can achieve anything so that not only will you reach those goals, but then you've created new habits so that you can maintain that and make it a permanent lifestyle for yourself. I see. Okay. That's, that, that's really good. That I'm sure that adds a lot of value to people because it's being, I mean, I'm sure like when you train yourself and, and me, uh, I've been in the gym for a while as well. It's not just physical, right? You Uh sometimes wake up and mentally you're not there, but you still got to go to the gym. You still, your fitness goals are important to you. So you need to, you need to get after it. And if your mindset isn't right, I'm sure you've had off days. I've definitely had off days myself and it sucks. It really does. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Now real quick. This is something that I really like to to ask everybody because origin stories are the are probably one of the best parts about this podcast. Um, let's talk about that moment or that period in time where fitness came into your life and it became a passion of yours so much that you decided to take everything to the next level and and start this online coaching business and and really you know go on the path that you're you're currently on. So when. You said you said you've been in the fitness industry for about two years. You said, yeah, about two and a half years now. Two and a half years, okay. So, so what happened two and a half years ago? So it actually goes back like several years before that, actually. So I was trying to focus on my own health and fitness for years, but just like most people, it was on and off. Right, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't focus. I didn't have a clear plan. And then I start. I was in a career in finance, and then from there. Some health issues came up because I wasn't, I was, wasn't focusing on my health. I was stressed a lot. And then that was taking a huge toll on me health wise. Mm -hmm. So I transitioned from finance into fitness, um, because I wanted to move away from that big stress in my life, but I wanted to keep helping people. I was like really passionate about helping people in, in some way. Um, and I like to be on the business side of things as well. So that's how I transitioned into fitness. I was doing in person training for a while. And then back in June, like I mentioned, I started the online coaching. So I guess like the biggest reason or like how it became a passion for me was I just wanted to be able to help people in a different way. And one of the things you touched upon um, just a minute ago was you want to have like a a greater reach of people, like have more of an impact on more people Mm -hmm. and online I can do that. So not only can I, um, help people all over the world, which is pretty amazing. I have clients in Vietnam and Hawaii and Australia, like it, which is pretty crazy. Wow. Um, but I'm able to help more people, right? Because there's no limit on, like I'm not there for a full hour like, like I was doing in person. So the impact I can have is a lot greater, which is um, it's just more exciting for me. It brings more energy, right? Yeah, yeah, that's amazing too. Um, I'm sure you've come across some people that, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, um, that are complete beginners. Uh, is that okay to assume? Oh, like client-wise? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, okay. So Most of them, actually. There you go. Okay, great. So with that in mind, um, because you can't be there physically to maybe teach them some of the movement patterns or you uh-huh. know check their form, how do you think uh, – or, or I, I guess the question I'm asking is how do they – go about starting with confidence apart from like the mindset stuff that you talked about. Um, because I know that, you know, when people come into the gym and we're trying to get them started on some personal training just to help them out a lot of times, if they can't move or if they haven't been moving for years, um, it is a big thing that we got to check their form and make sure that they know how to do everything correctly. So 
Um, how do you go about doing that, like virtually? Mm. So, and that's a really good question. So, a lot of the clients that I've worked with actually that especially some that have never done any physical activity and need to lose a lot of weight. A lot of those clients, I actually just get them walking and moving like without having to worry about um, like specific exercises. Okay. But the ones that I do get um, like doing exercises, whether that's at home or in a gym, um, the programs that I use, like in the app that I provide all of their exercises to them with, there's a video on exactly what the exercise looks like so they know how to do it. Gotcha. And then some of them, what I do is if they're unsure or something doesn't feel right, I have them record it and then they send me the video so I can see what their form is like and then provide them with some constructive criticism or feedback on things that they may be able to correct. And if it is great, then I just uh, I say, yeah, keep doing what you're doing because everything looks good. Okay, yeah, I think last time we were speaking, you were uh, like we were speaking. You did mention that um, the the idea of recording your own movement and then sending it over, dissecting it together. Um, mm. So that that's amazing, and you're finding that people are are responding pretty well to that. Yeah, I, I think one of the positives that come out of it is there's more of a like a more of um, independence for them. Okay. So they feel like really confident and proud that they can actually do this. Like they have my support mm-hmm. uh, and guidance throughout everything, but they're, they don't have their hand held for a lack of a better term. Right. Yeah. So they, when they see these results, they're like, Oh, I can do this. I'm going to the gym by myself. I'm getting all this done. I have Ryan's support. Um, and I never thought I could do that before talking to him. That's right? amazing. Which is really great. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, really good. The, the sense of autonomy, I guess we all want that. And, and, and I'm sure, uh, all different aspects of life. Um, and especially when it comes to our health and fitness, uh, ideally, right, we want to be able to go off on our own and, and take care of ourselves. And it's great that people can seek out help and professionals like yourself um, to really kickstart everything. Um, but even if you're literally oceans away from each other, uh, yeah. you can actually still help them out. So that's, that's really amazing. Um, now let's talk about fitness inspiration. So I know for many people, um, a lot of people I speak to, right, uh, they're in that community of bodybuilding or uh, men's physique, right? So a lot of the guys that I talk to, they'll look up to certain uh, athletes and competitors and stuff like that, especially the guys that go into the Mr. Olympia competition. Now for yourself, do you have a specific fitness inspiration if it's one person or if it's multiple people? And like why do you find inspiration from, from those guys? Mm, that's a good question. I think like I have two, I think two of the biggest ones, I'm sure I have more if I were to really think about it, but two of the biggest ones, one being, uh, Kevin Haynes. Um, he's actually a guy, he's, um, he's done a few competitions himself. He's another online coach as well. Okay. And I was introduced to my mentor and my business coach by Kevin. So, I find a lot of inspiration from him because not only has he accomplished so much with his physique and, and some of the challenges that he's set for himself, mm-hmm. he's also introduced me to somebody that has changed my life and really allowed me to create my business and help so many other people. Um, so I see a lot of value in that. And, and he's an amazing guy. I met him for the first time in person a couple of weeks ago and he's like, he's amazing. So he's pretty inspirational to me. And then another one would be, I'm not sure if you're familiar with John Venus. He's a, pretty well-known vegan or plant-based bodybuilder as well and an advocate for veganism okay so i've 
before I even fully transitioned into becoming vegan myself, I followed him on Instagram and, and on his YouTube channel and learned a lot about him and how to prepare food that's more plant-based and, and kind of learning from his experience and applied some of the things that he's learned and he's tried for himself uh, to my own life. So he's been, uh, I've learned a lot from him too. Yeah, that, that's that's great. Uh, I'll be honest, I don't know those two people. Um, so I'm definitely going to check them out and see see what they got going on. Um, when I think of uh, fitness, um, like fitness inspiration, and if we tie in the vegan aspect as well, immediately the person that came to mind, I'll, I'm sure you've heard of him, uh, Frank Madrano. Uh-huh. Have you ever heard of him? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, so like he's all into that, the, the calisthenic stuff. So super strong, uh, super lean as well, extremely ripped. Um, I remember just seeing some of his YouTube videos years ago and I'm sure he's still doing his thing right now. I haven't actually uh, followed him for quite some time, but that's just one guy that will forever be the guy that I associate uh, fitness and vegan together. I, I think of that guy. Nice. Yeah. Um, and now with yourself, like we've talked a little bit about your clients. We've talked about a little bit of like your business and your, and your fitness inspirations, but let's talk more about yourself and your fitness. So like um, along with running your online coaching business, if we talk more on the fitness side of things and, and your health and your development, do you, I'm sure you have like fitness goals at the moment. Mm, yeah, sure. yeah. And, and so what, what would those be at the moment for you? Uh, well, right now, so I did my, I would say first real professional photo shoot a couple of weeks ago. Wow, congratulations. So I was doing, a, yeah, it was pretty nerve-wracking, but it was a lot of fun and a cool experience. Yeah. Um, so I was doing like a mini cut for that to prepare for that. Okay. So now I'm just getting out of like a maintenance phase now to start uh, a bulk. So I'm going to do a pretty long bulk this time, like for the, like, the next eight or nine months or so, because I really want to put on a lot of mass. Mm-hmm. Um, cause as, like, I'm not a huge guy right now, but I used to be a toothpick before. Yeah. Um, so, so it's been a big transformation for me now, but I just want to take it to the next level. I want to put on a lot of strength, uh, more mass and like really, I don't want to say fit the bill. Like I'm in really good shape, but I want to have that like stereotypical, um, magazine cover fitness kind of body. I guess you could say it's kind of vain, but it's no, just no, no. been a goal of mine and, and something that I wanted to achieve for myself. So that would, that's something that I'm working toward. I know it's going to take some time, but it's definitely something I aspire to accomplish. No. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree with you. Uh, like myself, I'm training to eventually, uh, compete at a men's physique show. Um, nice. so hopefully I'm aiming for about the summertime. So I totally understand that stereotypical, like you want that cover model, um, physique that, you know, when people look at you, they immediately think, yeah, that guy works out. That guy lives in a gym. Um, and like you were saying, yeah, as vain as that is, it, it, it's our goal. Um, and that's what, that's what makes us happy chasing after that, like perfect physique. So, exactly. yeah. so, so that's amazing. Um, and I think one of the other cool things too about it is I could be like actual living proof that you can do it on a vegan diet. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, I was going to ask you, since you weren't always a vegan, um, what have been like the biggest changes? Because myself, it's not something that, that interests me particularly for, like for my own fitness goals, but I am extremely interested in what are the benefits? What are the pros? What are the cons? Uh, what are some of the changes that people end up seeing? So 
Tell us more about like that experience for you when you made that switch. What did you notice? So almost immediately, like my energy levels increased for sure. Okay. Um, my transition was more so not necessarily health reasons, at least at the beginning. It was more from an ethical perspective from a documentary that I watched and mm-hmm. I watched it and that was it for me. Yeah. Um, so, but then as I started to get more involved and like really focus on eating plant-based, but properly, um, that's where I really noticed the huge changes mentally, like more mental clarity, more energy, um, like just the way I felt my recovery even after a workout was a lot quicker. Okay. Um, so then I just kind of like built on it from there and I've actually been able to lift a lot heavier in the gym. Like, I don't know if that's a coincidence or not, but I just feel so much stronger in the gym. Um, and because I have that new mental perspective around things, I just kind of push myself a lot harder to achieve more stuff, which is another big win for me too. Okay. That's, that's amazing. I think the energy thing, um, that you mentioned, like the immediate, the immediate change in uh, your energy levels, that is one thing I hear pretty much across the board, uh, when it comes to just me talking about people who kind of are on the vegan diet. Um, so that's actually pretty interesting. I, I wouldn't think, um, I wouldn't think that cause I, I personally don't know what would, uh, what would you take out of your diet that's causing you to be sluggish and, and, you know, maybe having that lack of energy? I, I guess the common denominator across the board is, is meat. Um, so that's really interesting that you say that now with your fitness goals at the moment, you said you wanted to put on a few more pounds, um, going into a pretty long bulk phase. Now, do you, do you have a current routine that you've implemented that you're going to, or, or that you've just created that you're going to start doing to start achieving the, the size goal that you're kind of going for? So I'm usually, well, it changes from time to time, but I usually do like a five day split. Okay. Um, and then two lower body focuses, um, probably my least favorite thing to do. I agree. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But then, so like, yeah, so let's say, for example, the one I'm doing right now is I do an upper body push, then lower body rest, and then I've got upper body pull, lower body, and then a push-pull day. Um, so that's kind of, I, like, I tend to stick to that routine for the most part, but then I just change up the exercises and, like, the rep ranges and things like that uh, within that. Okay. Um, but I do focus on a lot of, like, compound movements for sure Mm because I find that that's going to help build a lot more strength and um and then maybe some isolation exercises but really focusing on the heavier lifts is something that I enjoy to do more um I do have at the moment unfortunately a shin injury so doing things like heavy deadlifts is a bit of a a challenge for me right now which can be frustrating but it is getting better so um I just work around it right so yeah always adapting and trying to not avoid going to the gym, right? Because that doesn't get you anywhere. It's just how do I adapt and maybe change it up a bit to make it work. Okay, cool. Now, for someone who's just starting out, if they're listening to this, do you, it, would you recommend something like a push-pull leg split or, or to have a big emphasis on the compound lifts? Um, and what sort of like, because I know you were saying the exercises themselves, the rep ranges, those are some of the variables you change. Are there other important variables within a workout program, maybe one or two, if you can name them off the top of your head, um, that a beginner should take into consideration when making his or her um, workout program? Mm -hmm. That's a good question. And I think 
that can be answered in a hundred different ways for sure. And yes. I think it really comes down to first, like, what are the goals, right? If, cause if you're a beginner, you can have totally different goals from one person to the next, but, um, just don't overcomplicate it. You don't need to have all this fancy stuff in there. Keep it simple. And then repetition, like track what you're doing. Um, don't try and do something different every week. Like create a program, have like a compound movement in there. Um, so like a squat, bench press, deadlift, things like that, so long as you're comfortable with those movements. And then like focus on progressive overload, I think is the best. So meaning like either stick with the same reps and the same amount of sets and then just slowly start to increase the weight each week. That's one option or keep the weight the same and add a couple extra reps each time. Like just keep it simple uh, and don't overcomplicate and try and do all this fancy stuff in the gym. Okay. Yeah. Simplicity is going to be key, especially at the beginning. Gotcha. And consistency on top of that too. So consistency, simplicity. And when you're mentioning progressive overload, uh, you mentioned those two paths you can take either lifting heavier weight in each session or keeping the same weight. And you were saying either do more reps yeah, you could you could do that, or it depend again. It depends on what your goal is for that phase, I guess. But another one would be maybe lower the rest time a little bit, or keep all the metrics the same, but add a fourth set if you were only doing three the previous weeks. Okay. Um, yeah. So just trying to progress one of the metrics um, each week. Gotcha. I love that. That's really simple. I think people can can really utilize that. Um, I was mentioning this to a colleague the other day, and I think I posted this on my Instagram. Um, that one of the best workout tips I ever took uh, from someone. Do you know uh, a YouTuber? His name is Elliot Hulse. The name sounds familiar, but I can't. He uh, he runs a strength camp in, if I'm not mistaken, it's Florida. Okay. Um, I could be totally wrong, but I I do know like where he is. The the climate is quite hot, so I think it is Florida. But anyway, um, he he had this video, and I I know that when I was watching this, I was pretty much starting out. And he has this video and he said, here's what you're going to do. You're going to pick a program. You're going to Google a program. You're going to pick one and you're going to stick to it for a whole year. And he's like, I promise you when you're starting out consistency and sticking to one thing, not overcomplicating it. So basically what you just said is one of the best things you can do. And so I remember when I was starting out, I was like, okay, when do I got to switch it up? When do I switch up the reps? When do I change the exercises? And I had all these variables in my mind. And then I completely went, like I did a, I did a 180 and I was like, you know what? Let me not worry about that. Let me just do the same program for a year. I, f- I think I might've found one on bodybuilding.com or I just wrote a quick one myself. And the only thing I changed was the weight. When I could do more, I would do more, but that was it. And I'm telling you, um, for everyone listening, that was definitely one of the, the, the times in my life where I saw the most progress muscular wise and, um, you know, neurologically too, like with your central nervous system, like by literally doing like bench press squat and deadlift and the same, the, 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 the same types, right? So just flat bench, right? Just a, a normal barbell squat and, and a normal deadlift by doing those consistently, you were, I, I was able to groove the pattern that much more and become really, really good at those movements, which has now carried on into my training now. Um, have you ever heard yeah, of someone absolutely. have you ever heard of someone doing that like where they just take a program uh, I, th- I think well th- like the people that I speak to and interview to join my academy anyway I don't think they're at 
that stage yet because a lot of them what happens is they might try and find a program that's free or, or something online and they try it but the problem is they don't stay consistent with it so mm-hmm. they don't see results or they try and do a different program every so often because they feel like they need to change things up all the time mm-hmm. so from my experience i haven't really spoken to somebody that has gone through that process yet okay but i can see where that would be beneficial to somebody even at the beginning stages as well because it just keeps it simple for them and then you can add in the occasional like accessory work or something like that to change things up over the the course of the year but i'd absolutely agree where like if you focus on those big lifts and and you're consistent with them and and you really learn like you said how to groove the pattern and you get stronger and your form or your technique is a lot stronger um, you just become so much better and then you're able to lift heavier by doing that as well right so it's all like the more you practice something, the better you get. And it's like that with your fitness too. Yes, exactly. Um, now, if we talk real quick about consistency, because that, that seems to be a, a, a common theme that we're kind of going back and forth on. Um, what is one tip that you can give people to stay consistent with their training as well as their nutrition? And perhaps because um, you were mentioning that mindset is, is a very important thing for people to do that as well. So one tip or two tips that you can think of that are vital for being consistent with training, nutrition, and then mindset. Mm -hmm. So I think I could give one tip that's broken into two parts. So the first one being like, like the tip would be, you need to know what your why is. And what I mean by that is like, why is, why are your goals important to you? Because if you just have this goal, but there's no importance tied to it, or there's no value tied to it, you're going to be more likely to give up on it because it's not important to you. So when you know what your why is and you, and you really see the value in that, that's when you're going to make it a priority. And when it's a priority in your life, that's how you can become consistent because you're going to make sure that you focus on that before anything else. So what most people do is they'll say, okay, this is my priority. It's in my calendar. If something else, unless it's something like out to left field that needs to be taken care of, like I'm going to the gym four times a week or however many times you need to go because it's something that is number one in my life because I want this end result. And for me to get that result because it's valuable to me, I'm going to make sure I do it. Okay. Because if there's no importance tied to it, something else is always going to be more important. And then that's how you start to make those little excuses. So think about the gym. January comes around, it's packed. There's all these New Year's resolutions. It's my year to change, which is great, but they haven't prioritized it properly and all these excuses come up and then the end of February, the gym's empty again, right? Yeah. But it's the few people that have made it a priority in their life that are the ones that stay consistent throughout the year and see the results. I really, really like that, that finding your why. um, I think that's... It's extremely important with whatever goal you're you're really chasing after, right? If it's fitness, if it's 100%. financial, if it's a business venture, whatever it is, finding the why is really gonna. And you know, if we're talking um, about fitness, it's gonna make sure that on the days where you don't feel like going, you're gonna go. Exactly. Right. So that's that's yeah. amazing that you that you said that. Um, also, too, I remember uh, I think it was today actually. I was speaking to some other some other coworkers, and we were mentioning that. Um, people, some people, when they're signing up, like if they come today, for example, on a Wednesday or on a Tuesday, 
They're like, okay, hey, I'm gonna register. Great, I'm gonna pay for everything. And then we're like, okay, hey, so uh, when are you gonna come in for your first workout? If they decided they didn't wanna go with any training, that's that's fine. Um, they're gonna go off on their own and do it. We go, okay, hey, like when are you gonna come in and for your, for your first workout? And they go, you know what? It's like, it's halfway through the week and this week's pretty much a write-off, so definitely Monday. Yeah. Um, I think... And I'm sure you would agree that that is not really the good, you know, mindset to have because it's like, really, you can't, we're, we're Wednesday and you're going to wait five more days to, to really, you know, commit to something. So I think people oftentimes, uh, maybe it's like a social, um, a social pressure with people at work or whatever the case may be, will go and pay for something. I, I'm sure you've seen this countless times too, you know, people will pay for something and then they'll never use it. Exactly. And I think what you mentioned about the why, uh, if people miss that step, then they're, they're extremely vulnerable. Um, and they're going to be yeah. wasting their money and not really because achieving anything. Exactly. Because they've gone into the gym saying, okay, that's the first step, which is, it is, which is great. Yeah. But now they're like, okay, I've taken care of it. I have a gym membership. I'm good, right? But they don't have that why like we were just talking about. So now they're like, well, I have the gym membership. I'll, I'll go when I'm available. And that's going to get me to where I want to be. But it doesn't, right? Because it's not, they're not consistent with it. So mm-hmm. like their subconscious mind is them saying, well, well, you do have the gym membership, so you're good to go. Like it doesn't matter. But really, like you have to take action. Like saying, Like just saying you're going to do something is one thing. But if you don't take action on it, it doesn't matter. You just remain the same. Yeah, you're you're gonna be stagnating. You're not gonna you're not gonna improve at all. Um, I do want to wrap this up because because I know you're a busy man, Ryan. And so I do appreciate your time. Um, let's finish this off real quick with just a couple things that you would tell your younger self. Um, so like you have all this experience now. You have all this knowledge. You've you've come a long way from when you first started, as I'm sure we all have. Now, what are some things that you know now? that you would tell your younger self, um, even if it was just like a, a few years ago, um, to, to help your younger self uh, with the fitness goals at the time, uh, or maybe just to speed things up and maybe avoid some mistakes. What are some things that you've learned that you would share with your younger self? Uh, that's a good question. I think one of the biggest ones for me, if I were to look back, would be like really focus on the nutrition. Like, okay. it's great to go to the gym and yeah, that's going to make you feel better. And, um, you will see some results, but if we don't stay focused and consistent on what we're eating, how much we're eating, and you and I had a conversation about that the other day, like, and you said it wasn't until I started tracking what I was eating that I saw the, the results, right? Because you thought you were eating enough. Yes. And it's absolutely right. Like I was trying to put on mass because I was always so skinny, but I thought I was eating enough, but I wasn't even close. So it wasn't until I started tracking things and almost got a little bit like obsessed with it to a certain degree. I don't recommend you get to that point, but um, that's when I started to really see consistent results because I, I had something to measure and to track. But when we don't do that, we just don't know what's working and what's not working. So you don't know what to change. But if you're kind of measuring everything, you know what to tweak or to improve on so that you can continue to see those results. I, I love that. That's amazing. Um, that's great. So with, with people listening, 
remember that. Uh, measure what you're doing. Track what you're doing, uh, like Ryan was saying, so that you guys can tweak one or two things along the way and then see if that makes any changes and, and just go from there. So, so Ryan, thanks very much for your time. Um, this was amazing content. I'm sure this is going to help a lot of people, especially people who are just starting out or even some people who, you know, have some issues with mindset um, or, you know, even people who want to try out the vegan diet and, and see how that affects their training. Real quick, um, just tell everyone where they can find you online if they want to, you know, even apply to the, you know, the Vegan Fit Collective. Um, and then we'll end this uh, on a good note. Cool, thanks, man. So I think the easiest would be my Instagram. So it's um, fitcoach.ryan. Okay. Um, so I post like infographics on there with some tips on nutrition and mindset and uh, and then some like fitness posts and some lifestyle stuff as well. So there's like a, a good range of everything. Um, so if you want to check that out and then follow me there and even reach out, send me a message. I reply to everybody and we can chat. Okay. So fitcoach.ryan. That's right. Yeah. All right. So everyone on Instagram, fitcoach.ryan, that's where you're going to find uh, Ryan and all of his tips and tricks for fitness. So once again, thank you very much for your time, man. I really appreciate it. And uh, we will we'll talk soon, okay? Sounds good, man. Thanks. Right. Take care. Okay, everyone. That's the end of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, don't forget to subscribe and share this with friends and family who are fitness enthusiasts. And I will be releasing one episode every week on Saturdays. So stay tuned for some more fitness content.